Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. What's cracking? We're back. Your two favorite Reds. Um, Former yeah, Red Greats. From the show. Uh, and if you didn't know, if you're like, all right, what, what the hell is farm to the show? Well, this is something that Paul and I both kind of fell into. Uh, this is something that Paul was looking into doing kind of as a summer hobby. And we both had, I had the opportunity to start the red show and, you know, they asked me, uh, you know, do I want to do it? I don't want to particularly do it alone, but I do know a guy who might know if a guy. If you could pick anybody guy, to do the show with, who would it be? On planet earth. And so it was a it was a very large application process, but after weeks of review, Paul Yanish here in the flesh, um, former college yep. rival, turn teammate, turn Little, uh, quick quick background. Dicky played against each other in college, Rice University, Nevada Reno. A lot of um, professional players out of those two programs at the time come full circle, end up in the same organization. Lived together in a couple spots, some spring trainings, end up in the big leagues together, played against each other for a while. And now we're back on farm to the show talking about the Reds, who, by the way, are having a pretty good year. It's a good time to be a Reds fan, bud. It is. And if you had started up with us uh, when we had just started doing the show, there's no you could have you could have paid you could have gone to Vegas. You could have gone to Vegas by the time we started the show. You could have taken yourself to Vegas and there's no way you're falling on the odds of what we were talking about earlier, the disappointment of last year, the speculation of being one of the worst teams in the big leagues, um, the animosity over ownership, it is all vanished. And yeah. here we are. The Reds are back in first place. They're in first place today, in but the trade deadline just passed. It's first time in, since 2016, I believe, that the Reds are in first place at this time of year, which is okay. exciting. We won't downplay it, say that the you know the the central isn't that strong, but you know what? If we've learned anything the last 10 years, it really doesn't matter. If you get this Reds team down the line in September, playing like that, anybody's got a chance. And I don't care what they say. You know, it could have said that, you know, power rankings, 28th, whatever. But if this team keeps going like it is right now, these are those teams, those Cardinals teams, you know, two years ago that rattled off, you know, 19 wins, got their foot wet into the playoffs. The San Francisco Giants, if you don't remember, Taylor Swift years, 2010, 12, 14, barely got in, stepped in with a wild card. We're not the favorites in those divisions because the Dodgers always rule, rule the West. But it's it's uh you know it's a unique it's a unique sport in the in the time that you don't have favorites. It's not like the Bills and the Chiefs going in and the Bengals going in. You know who's who's the favorite. But it's you know when they get hot at the right time, baseball is a is a special sport. And I think the Reds really have a chance right now. And at the trade deadline, shout out to shout out to the management because they yep. they right here. Stuck to him. Here's, they stuck to here's him. What, here's what they got for me. I, I appreciate what Nick Crawl did or didn't do for that matter. But look, the Reds are loaded in the minor league system right now. It's been well documented how 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 good of a job they've done the last couple of years stockpiling the system. It's come to fruition. They're seeing a lot of those guys get to the big leagues. You talk about Matt McClain. You talk about Ellie De La Cruz, the young pitchers, Lodolo, Hunter Green. Obviously, Abbott's locked in right now. He's pitching as well as anybody in, in, in the major leagues. So I appreciate what 
what he didn't do because who knows what opportunities he had, what deals were on the table. They end up getting Sam Mole from Oakland, reliable bullpen piece. I think what he's doing, you're going to get Lodolo back at the end of August, hopefully. You're going to get Hunter Green back at the end of August, hopefully. They're betting on this team, capitalizing on the emotion. They've played well up to this point. You, to a certain degree, I think he's just saying, look, let's roll with what we got and see, see, see what happens. We're not going to leverage the future on a trade that might not make sense just for the sake of making a trade for what would be perceived to be a big name. That being said, what what happens behind closed doors leading up to the trade de- deadline? Nobody knows. I'm sure we'll hear a rumor mill, but I really like what Nick Carl did. I like where the team's at. They just signed David Bell to an extension. You know, going into the season, you could argue his future was there, very no, much there up was, in the air. There was no argument. He was yep. on. He was very he was much that, up in the he air. He was on that Gian team. You and I both know DB very well. I'm a big fan. I'm I'm glad that that. The, that the season is unfolding the way that he has. They, the management rewarded him. You've had a bunch of players, Joey included, has been very vocal about how much the team enjoys playing for David. So they've solved some problems. They, they've, they've, they've got some, some uncertainty going down the stretch because at the end of the day, a lot of these guys haven't, haven't experienced this. But I actually would argue that's a benefit. They don't, they don't know any better like we've talked about. There's a ton of energy, a ton of positive vibes in and, in and around that locker room. I think, I think that's very safe to assume, uh, man, I, it's, it, it's going to be fun to watch. And, and in lieu of, in lieu of making a trade that doesn't make sense, they're going to roll with what they got, which by the way is in first place. Yeah. And if you look at the lineup that was posted today, you have that it serves right now. It serves as a model for the rest of baseball. It really does. You have those guys. They're all, they're all farm they're all farm grown. They're all homegrown talent. And looking at that lineup, like they should be really happy. Like they got through trade le- deadline. They stuck with their guns, which was a huge statement. And then rolling out that lineup, one to nine homegrown talent. And that that's what they're rolling with. And that's what you'd like to see throughout, throughout baseball. Um, Look and, get, and give, give DB credit. There's been a bunch of guys playing different positions. You've seen Dale Cruz play third short. You've seen McLean play all over the infield. I like it, man. They, they've got some versatility. You got Spencer Steer playing all over the field. It's it, it lends itself to saying like, "Hey, if you want to be in the lineup, play good. Whoever's hot's going to play because we we got we got some options here." And I just it, it's like I said, it's they're all young, they're all hungry. You know, you got you got your your mix into the of the experience from the catchers with Maley and Casale. You got obviously Joey over there's riding the bull, doing the bull dance for lack of a better way to say it. And it, they've got a really good mix right now, man. They, they improved the bullpen a little bit. There's, you're still going to see what happens with the starting rotation. But like you said, you're getting your reinforcements with your young bullets back at the end of August. And that's the one thing that I would have liked to see. I really would have liked to see Lorenzen come back. I think that would have been a really cool yeah. for, full circle because we've seen it. It's been a great trend. That was that it's been, it is the trend today. The Verlander move coming back. Um, not so much Scherzer, but Verlander, like I, nobody saw that coming. You know, I think it was, I don't think anybody truly understood wait, wait. Th- that that whole thing would break down. I don't want to hear it. Yeah. Oh, well, I called yeah. it. We'll see what, we did. no, nobody cares. Two weeks ago. I said, Justin Verlander is coming, going back to Houston two weeks ago, by it's the way, you're biased and you live in Houston. It's just like crazy, you know, yeah. Houston, Houston energy. Yep. Or just have like an idea da- and pay attention to what's going on. Like Dallas, right. like Dallas, like a Dallas Cowboy fan. Um, <laughs> that's like, 
Your, the Astros your, won the World Series last year, dude. Dallas, Dallas <laughs> I'm not a Cowboys, Cowboys fan. The Cowboys Dallas did not Cowboy win the Super um, Oh, man. Nice shirt, no, by the way. Buddy, these are, uh, yeah, classic. Um, you know, I'll take credit for this for this, for this this shirt. Uh, this was a result of my comments on uh, Joey's uh, The Athletic article. Um, if you're, if you're not familiar with this show or with the, with this shirt, it was, um, you know, with the, with the article that came out that Trent Rosecrans did in the athletic last year, fall on the heels of, you know, our other favorite player ever, um, you know, Mr. Zach Greinke and in which, you know, we can go all day about Joey's performance about defending Mr. Zach Greinke, but, uh, you know, just the weird, the oddities of Joey Votto and Zach Greinke and, uh, Trent came to me and asked me. You know, a number of questions. Obviously, Paul, you know, I've been with him since 2003. You know, sure. one of my good friends. And and Joey is a big – he's a – he's. I wouldn't say he has OCD, maybe like a slight tad bit of OCD, but he does enjoy – part meticulous. of his – Meticulous. Yes, he is meticulous. The word you're looking for is meticulous. He's meticulous with his housekeeping, and one of his favorite things to do is to mop. And, um, you know, he would just randomly, he would just randomly send us videos. He'd just be in the house full mop. And I'm not talking about like a Swiffer sweep jet or anything. I'm talking full, you know, night shift mop on wheels, pro mop. And he's in there just bumping Kendrick and he has his favorite, you know, his favorite cleaning products, his favorite scents, the, the whole deal. And uh, we had joked before Joey had gone into what we see now is when he was first contemplating getting on Instagram that he wanted to go under the radar. And um, and we wanted to make it weird enough to where it fit Joey. So I was like, why not just come on as an alias as Joey Mappo and you just post videos of just you mopping around the house, listening to your favorite tunes. And uh, that that was that was a story. But for months, sounds, I would just it, I would just get random videos from Joey just mopping the house, just bumping. Kendrick, it sounds made up, bumping. Chris. It sounds Chris, made up, but so does all of this. So, so does Granky grabbing a ball from a kid after he asked him to sign it and just threw it. And then the kid asking him, like, why'd you do that? He's like, I don't know. I just want to see what it felt like. That sounds made up, but it's not. And that's why Joey and Zach are both special. And. I don't care. Like it's not Hall of very good for me. I think they're. I think they're both Hall of Famers in my book. Fight me for sure. Hey, back to um, a fun fact right now. So this this time last year, Reds were forty and sixty. Oof. And now Oof. we're in first place. You got to give got to give credit where credit is due, man. Uh, it's it's it one eighty. It's a one eighty. Good good situation. <clears throat> one eighty, and I think it's I think it's an anomaly. Also, because like you said, this team going to playoffs and just not knowing, like they say, ignorance is bliss. You just get yep. a bunch of boys that are just hungry, don't know any better. Like I said, when they were going on their run, you, we often refer to it as as this this whole group is at home, no parents, just just wiling out, no responsibilities, just doing what they do, and it showed. And so if you can keep that mentality and not, you know, get that, that, that tight one going, the closer it gets when you get into pressure situations, yeah, I think it's okay. But there, it's, it's a delicate balance where you get guys that, you know, Hey, we're getting to playoffs. i this is high pressure. I don't, you know, I've never been there. I don't know how to deal with it. So it, it goes both ways. It's, it's a fine, fine yeah. balance when you start getting into, you know, there's only, time. only one way to figure it out, man. And 
it's kind of been them and the Brewers all year. They're still neck and neck. I think the Brewers are a game back. The Cubs, I think, are five games back. They've been playing better lately. They flipped in the last week, made a couple of moves at the deadline. They're playing well. We'll see. Uh, you know, it's, they, they have a chance to make a run, but I think at this point the Cubs and the Brewers have – I'm sorry, the Reds and the Brewers have kind of proven that it's going to be their, their division to lose. So, down the stretch, yeah. we'll see – yeah, it's 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 unfortunate, you know, Pittsburgh going on a bit of a yard sale. They kept Keller, which was great, but they, you know, sending Santana inner division like is is a little bit bizarre. Um, you know, but it's a great move for Milwaukee bringing back a veteran presence switch hitter, guy who gets on base. It's just he's just a great dude, great clubhouse dude and he just yeah. fits into that system and I think that's what a lot of people have to note have to understand about the trade deadline is that not all of these are going to work. Like it's not just an economics lesson, but it is a, it's a sociological lesson as well. Who fits in, who fits in with the team, who fits in the clubhouse, who brings that energy, that personality that that team may be lacking or, or maybe lacking at the time. So when you go through all these, and I think that's one thing I got to giggle with today from watching MLB network is like, uh, they're talking about Lorenzen going to Philly and they're like, Oh yeah. You know, Philly, this is a this is a Philly type of guy. You know, he's got the beard, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, no, bro. He wears vans as cleats. Like he <laughs> is straight. He does not want to heat. Philly is the furthest place from Lorenzen. He is, he's got a wetsuit in his locker and probably a surfboard in his car. Like he he's, you know, he's not Philly. But that's the kind of kind of dynamics that they are talking about is, sure. is the acceptance is being willing to handle the pressure in that market, uh, getting into that clubhouse, being that presence that you were brought over to be and, and ultimately just playing playing that role to the utmost of your ability. Well, it's a it's a really good point. And I, I would argue that may have been a factor in some of the non moves that 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 Cincinnati made or didn't make rather, because they obviously you have chemistry. Mess up that good juju. That's right. You don't, got that, you don't want to mess up with that, that good, good juju. Flow. You don't want to mess up with that good right juju. Now, you can't, like you said, Joey's in there. Joey's in there right now. You know, block out the bad. Bring in the good. Yeah. Harness the good. Block out the bad. Bring in the yep. good. And they hop, you know, doing the bull dance. The whole team's doing with, the bull dance right now. And, and and you and I both know there's there's certain organizations, whether it's the Astros with Verlander, like we talked about, the Dodgers, I would say, are another one that – you know, they have they have a way of going about their business. And so, like, not everybody – I think that they're very intentional with who they add to that locker room in that clubhouse. And down a stretch run, it's, it's a big deal, man. It's a big deal. I'm really curious to see what the Padres did. They added they added some pieces and, and turned themselves into buyers. And I don't think that talent was necessarily their problem, right? And so I'm no, really curious I think to see. They're just piece, they're just pieces. It was just like we're just gonna do it because we can. Like the only yeah. thing that really made sense was Garrett Cooper. Like I like I well, like Garrett Cooper. I um, but other than that, it was just like all right, they made moves just to make moves. I think it's and it's that's more what optics. you want to avoid. It's optics, yep. and that's where it's weird. Like the thing about that, the problem with that is is that when we're talking about good juju making moves just to make moves like it is it can potentially be a killer like you bring in three new guys into that mix it's it can either work or it can't but bringing in three new personalities you know putting pressure on three more guys to to you know to do their part it can it can be difficult and so that's kind of what I want to go back to with the reds lineup it's not always 
necessarily about bringing in backup pieces because if you are young, you, you're looking to get established, knowing that it's you know this is your role to play, and then bringing having this threat of bringing somebody else in, you know, definitely messes with you a little bit to where there's more pressure on you for to do well to continue to play. Like you said, it's like, oh, you you want to just you know play good. Okay, well, yeah, I mean, that's not always, always the case, but if there's a prospect that somebody's going to come take my job, if I go 0 for 3 for one game, that can that can mess with you for a little bit. So bring in those three, those three guys. I don't know. I don't really understand the move there, um, yeah. but it's like you look, you look at the Yankees and you understand they didn't do anything today. They did nothing. They, they got Middleton, and that was it. I think that organization is just – completely confused there's no bat that they're going to bring in that's going to save them there's they don't know if they're going to rebuild they're not buyers they weren't sellers um so i mean that team's just going to remain the same so they don't have to really deal with that dynamic of bringing new guys in just for optics standpoint because they know that nothing's going to save them at this point yeah yeah i i tend to agree with you i I like the no moves by the yankees because they're they're kind of in between they didn't they don't have to defend themselves one way or the other. They, they didn't, they weren't buyers. They weren't sellers. I like where the Cardinals are at, man. They, they kind of, I think that they're going to get some good return on what they had. I really like the Jack Flaherty moved up to, to Baltimore. I know you, you were a big fan of that one. Tell me what you got on Jack. I think it, it can be, yeah, a, I just, here's why I, I love like Jack. Yeah. I just, I love Jack. He's a, he's a Harvard Westlake guy. He's a, he's an eight, one, eight guy. So I just want to see that guy succeed and get back to the Jack yeah. that we all knew, you know, from 2020, 2021, when he was out there throwing 93, 94 sinker, slider, curveball, change yeah. up. And he just had everything going. Like he was, he was a guy. And so, and he's, I don't know. I don't know what it is about St. Louis. I just feel like they do. They do things the right way. Jack does things the right way. I've seen him work out. I've seen him work out. I've seen him pitch. He's right down the street at Miracosa in the offseason. So I just want to see him do well. And But to go from St. Louis to Baltimore, that's such a fun and exciting team. And, yep. buddy, for, you know, Friday night, well, dude. Friday yeah, night in Baltimore. He's, right he's, now, he's gonna be a great atmosphere. He's going to be a free agent, right? So he's got multiple motivations here. Back into a right. playoff race. He's a veteran guy. He knows what that means. He's going to show up. He's a pro. But at the end of the day, he's got some selfish in there, too. Like, hey, I'm trying to – I mean, he's he's got a pitch wall down the stretch, and he can completely flip in terms of what he's looking at going into the offseason. So, I love that move by ball. I think Flaherty's yeah. obviously talented. He needs a little revamp, and it's it, it, it obviously filled a need for what they're looking to, to bolster over there. Right. They're going to be on the big stage again. This is an opportunity for him to, to, to revitalize his career after, you know, after some down years and coming off injury. So I think that was a huge move. And for me, Baltimore just continues to win right now. Um, but, you know, not as big as Texas today. Mm. Texas, Oof. Texas going down in Texas this week. Yep. No stone You're left cute. unturned. Houston, Houston guy, what do you, what do you got? Like, it's just text is just, you know, just out there with like a, like a megaphone and some binoculars, like looking over at, at Dallas, like, Hey, you want to go? You hey. want to do this? You take him. Yeah. We'll take him. Let's go. You could, you could argue the American league's got to come through <laughs> the great state of Texas is what you could argue. Yeah. No, um, regardless, somebody's playing, somebody's coming through tech. Yeah. You're exactly right. At this point, I somebody's playing at the way. barbecue. Somebody's playing at the outdoor barbecue. Or someone's going to to the old home run home run field. 
Yeah, I think I, I think that there is a little bit of a internal competition there within the state, though. I mean, it it for the last you know five six years, obviously the Astros have been very very good. The Rangers have come onto the scene probably a year earlier than they thought. We've talked about Chris Young, huge fan of him. I love the the aggressive, the assertive, you know, making moves, taking advantage of the situation when they're they're they've obviously got a very good team. Uh, I don't know, man. It, it, that that division is going to come down to the down all the way down to the end. But I, I think Texas is probably more talented. But I, I really like the experience that the Astros have. They've done it. They've done it before. They've been they've been in those big games. I, we'll see, man. I, I, I don't know. I, no, if I, you had to, I, if I was a betting man, I love it. I don't think we got. I don't think we got. No, we did. We did. I just don't think we got like. I don't think we got like the CC Sabathia, like Randy Johnson. Well, no, I guess we did. We got future Hall of Famers on the move in Verlander and then going to going to the same state. It is. It was it was awesome. I don't think we had like the huge blockbuster only because we look at it from the standpoint of like age. I think we look more at like the value. You know, we're looking at the 42 million, the 37 million. And buddy, let's talk, let's talk about economics. They're paying. They have to pay yeah. like a remainder of $93 million. And I don't have my iPad. I'm an idiot. I had took the screenshot. They're paying $93 million. They, buddy, they're only paying $25 million for, yeah, for the like, next year and a half or the next two yeah. and a half years or year two and a half. half. It's wild. Like yeah. that is like, hey, hashtag fleeced. They got them, dude. They hashtag got them. fleeced. And uh, yeah, and just... Here's the other Texas, thing. Hey, Texas and Dallas, like I feel I, I want to be like a um lest we forget, dude. I'm not betting against uh, not betting against our guy Dusty. Don't don't, don't sleep. No, I, no, I'm I would never I would never no. He's he's no. he's up Mama, there. He, Mama he might as well be up there on at Minute Maid driving oh, yeah. the train. Yeah. Mama, gotta tell you. I'm a gangster. Yeah. Never put Dusty, never put Dusty on the background, but um, yeah, I definitely feel a little bit of will fail right now. Just getting in between the Astros and the Rangers right now. Dude, I can feel the tension in the air down mm-hmm. in my plums right right now. Cause that's going to be, be good, that's right? going to be exciting. Um, for sure. Um, I think it goes, it goes without saying though, for, to the Reds fans out there, Dick and I played for Dusty. We're both keep in touch with them. I live in Houston, so I'm obviously super connected. But so him getting that World Series last year was pretty um, Yeah, it's huge. I just – I love – I mean, I just – you know, I, I we, we both love Dusty. We know what that's like in the clubhouse. And we know just what, it, what a special place it is to be in that clubhouse day after day after day. Um, and then going into a situation like he thrives off that. Like I know he's like, he's swagged out right now. Like we just got, we just got Verlander back. He is, he's in his element right now going down the stretch. He's coming out a big winner. He gets to throw out JV every five days with that, with that lineup, Jordan coming back. But that is, that is now the division to watch for hundred percent. I agree. 100%. And, you know, and Arizona kind of picked up some pieces today. They got Tom, they got Tommy Fan, Fam, and they got Jace Peterson, which is, you know, nobody, it kind of flies under the radar, but I love Jace. I think you oh, played yeah. with him in Atlanta. He's yeah, a, he's, he's a Swiss Army knife. He's a Swiss guy. Army knife. A glue guy, too. Veteran guy. 
everybody in the locker room is going to love him. He's he's going to do whatever it takes. He's not going to complain. There's nothing, no expectation. Unbelievable guy, especially on a young team. I mean, that's a that's a that's a quiet, really good pickup, man. Really good pickup. And in case there is a zombie apocalypse, like he's the number one go to guy yeah. to just to mount up. And if you got to survive for seventy days out in the wild with zombies, like Jace is the guy to do it. Hey, really good football player back in the day, by the way. Really not scared, not scared, Jace. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, I didn't know That's that. Okay. We can still like we can still be like friends. Matt, like Matt, like Matt Holiday. Good. Ooh, maybe not the best quarterback in the country, but like, yeah, really good. Like Adam Dunn, good. Probably closer. Hey, <laughs> hey, because because Dunner because Dunner could fire could Dunner fire could, that Dunner could fire that pigskin. I still talk to Adam a lot, and he he can he could throw a football better than a baseball. That's for sure. Dunner can throw some pigskin around the big donkey. Hey, I got a question. The the guy that got traded to the Rays from, from the Guardians, Savali, how do you pronounce it? Um, your guess is as good as mine. Yeah. Well, it, it's, as, it's, it's as good as mine. So we'll have to look <laughs> that up. We'll have to run it by Siri. We'll have to run it by Siri or Google yeah. pronunciation or whatever. But I was curious to that. I don't even know if they got it right on the network today. We'll change. We'll need to get the language of origin. Is what we'll need to do. Drop, yeah, drop that. <laughs> um, yeah, man. I, it's you know, it's it's everything's open right now. Um, trade down. Hey, another quiet, an another time. quiet one. I know this is. I'm, I'm going back, but Blue Jays get Paul DeJong from St. Louis as well. With Bo getting hurt, I don't know how serious the, the knee is yet, but it wasn't. They said it. They said it was week to week. Which is okay. which is also my concern. Which is also my concern is that you just brought him in as a as a piece, and a lot of the discussion is if he was going to come back. Like Bo's playing regardless, they're not going to flip position. They're not going to send Paul Obviously. to second or or Bo to second. Like Bo's playing short because the argument is 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 who takes over the shortstop hierarchy, and. For me, like you know, I'm a big Paul fan. I'm 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 happy to see that he you know he gets to move on to Toronto and get into a get in, into a playoff race. And you know, this was a, a year of resurgence for him after what happened last year and spending most of the year in AAA and to come back and you know he's at 240, but he's got 14, 14, 15 home runs. So it's yeah. a great move. But when you go into Bo, like you're going to go into like a backup, maybe a, a reserve backup yeah. situation. But running the MRI, they said it wasn't. It was no significant damage, and he will be expected to return soon. Yeah, yeah. Either way, it's good. It's good. Um, good insulation over there. He Paul can come off the bench and give you a big, big homer. So, hundred percent. And you can you can attest. You never know with a knee. It, it may sneak up and get you week to week. Could turn into month to month. Buddy, been there. Actually, you know that's that's the bizarre thing. Paul, you know, I, you know, me and my knees, not the best. I've had, I had five surgeries before I even got to the, before I got to the show, never missed a day, never was never put on the DL because of my knees, but yeah, they can turn from a couple days to, to I just couple remember, weeks. I remember you wearing the offensive lineman knee braces. That's what I remember. Oh yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I probably broke that out. Yeah. A couple, couple times. Yeah. Braces are bad. Little not kids good. out there don't wear knee braces. Just. You know, just get gritty. Don't don't hurt them. your knees. How about but don't yeah, hurt your knees? That too. That too. Start there. Trade deadline. Right, 
trade deadline. The wet the AL West is now is now King Kong right now. Everything's going through the West right now. Um, is a I mean it was a big day, and you know maybe your team won, maybe your team lost. I actually don't think there were any losers today. I think there are a lot of teams that stick to, that stuck to their guns are going to move forward and try to just grind this thing out. The Cubs didn't do anything, which was also surprising. Um, but you know, coming back and you know, Paul, Cubs, me, the, we're back in Ohio with the good with, to be back with the Bally Ohio boys back in Red Country. Good to be back in Bally's. You know, Joe Mappo. We have to call our call our guy Sam Lacure. Get him on the show. I miss Sammy boy. Sammy boy, when you see this, you know, sitting in the studio getting makeup, let's re up. Let's do it again. Run it back. All right, Chris. Good deal, man. Keep it real. We'll do it again soon. Keeping it real. I always do. Come on, dude. We're like three months into this. You got to remember the, the ending call call line. <laughs> We're professionals. What's the what's the call line? Subscribe. Check them out. Check the check box. them out. Like, hey, Dickie, keep it real. You say I always do. Oh, bro, we've been doing Dickie. this three months. Get it together, Dickie. Keep it real. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B L E A V on YouTube.